You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. It is Are You OK Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is gaining more and more traction and especially now, you know, when mental health is really as it should be in the headlines just for what everyone's going through at the mm-hmm. moment. last couple of years have been bloody tough. Yeah. And there's a couple of things to Are You OK Day. Um, I mean, the basic premise of it is that you pick up the phone or you see someone or you text someone and you say, Are You OK? Yeah. And you mean it. You're not just saying, how are you, mate? Yeah, yeah. And um, I think calling calling them out as well where people don't dismiss it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I was mentioning before the song, um, like I remember, you know, we've all had different dark times in our past, but there was a really bad patch I went through when we first had Felix. Um, I would have been early 30s, first baby, and I was the first one of our friend group to have kids. Mm-hmm. That's and, tough. Yeah, so tough. And... You very nicely just told me during the song, I act like a Mm -hmm. five-year-old. So I'm pretty immature at the best of times. Yep. Um, And then when we had Felix, and don't get me wrong, I was really excited about having a baby, but then just life changed in a second. And I was one of those naive people going, it's all good, mate. Life will be the same. I'll just have a kid coming with me everywhere. I remember saying to the guys at the coffee shop, we'll still do this every day. God, I haven't seen them in seven years. Uh, (laughs) um, But, yeah, I found it really tough. And then... I was going out every weekend as like a release and it was probably like a good six months and it was a mate of mine, Simon, that was like, hey, are you doing all right? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm fine. He's like, no. And that's what I was saying, like holding Mm. them accountable to it. And he's like, no, you know, tell me to get stuffed if you want, but, you know, I'm asking you as your mate, are you okay? Mm. And that's all it took. I just needed someone to initiate the conversation. And then when I spoke about it, I sort of just handled that part of my life a little bit better. Yeah, you start to unpeel yeah. what's at, what's on the surface and is perceived to most people would have been that you're fine, you're out having a good time and you've got a newborn, like good yep. for you. But once you start peeling back the layers uh, and someone delves into a conversation with you, often it's revealed that not all is shiny and well. Mm. Um, and I think the thing about Are You OK Day is that it's a day to recognise mental health uh, as a priority. Yep. I also think the emphasis on today is not as much about, it is about the person who who you're checking in on, but it's about having the courage as the other person to make the call and to check in. We often know when our friends aren't okay. Who was the person you were were telling me uh, before we met? You are like, I went through my little meltdown part of life. I know you went through a marriage breakdown. Who was the person's couch you were saying you were always going over to and then just... Yeah, so I was really lucky. Look, I had had a lot of friends and family that checked in on me, but for some reason there was only two people that I wanted to really have as... Uh, my confidence in it. Yep. Um, my friends, Nick and Anna, they're legends. Nick's, we met at uni. Um, we've been best mates since the second we met each other and I used to go to their house and we called it the crisis couch. I'd be like, <laughs> I, need, I need to turn on the crisis couch. But to get to that point of acknowledging that I needed to turn on the crisis couch, they just call every day and it wasn't even an are you okay. It was just a chat sometimes because they knew that if they said, are you okay? I was going to be like, yeah, I'm fine. And it got to a point where even occasionally my brother or my parents would call Nick and be like, is she okay? And he was like the funnel and the filter for the one person um, that I I felt comfortable to lean on because often it's not your family or um, your mum or your dad because you, you protect them from what 
the issues you're dealing yeah. with because you don't want to put it on them. My parent, my mum and stepdad were overseas for three months when I had a really difficult time. Um, my dad, I was so protective of him. I didn't want to talk to him about me having a bad time because I, di- I didn't want um, him to deal with it. So I, I had Nick and Anna there and I, I honestly don't know what would have happened if I didn't have those two. Can I ask, because you hear a lot, and it's come up in some of the tips about are you okay day and dealing with mental health, is sometimes don't try and fix the problem, just be a set of ears Mm. to listen to the person. Did Nick go about trying to help you fix the situation or yeah, was it more just... Yeah, he definitely did. They definitely did. Then, yeah. But there were times that they knew it wasn't the right time to delve into things and there were times that they could, just through constant communication, they could recognise the days that I was good and bad. I'll tell you what. Um, and I'm so grateful that I had him. He's a, he's a big advocate for mental health. He knows how important it is and he just stayed on my case kind of gently and I would say single-handedly that he w- those two, Nick and his beautiful wife Anna, were responsible for getting me out the other side. Um, I was going to say, uh, if you're open to it, why don't we get him on? Because j- and the reason being is you, you hit the nail on the head. Yes, today is about the people who need help, but it is actually also about the other person that needs to ask the question. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear his side of things. Yeah, let's try. The Jason Lauren Podcast. G'day, Nick. Hello, Jason. Happy birthday for yesterday, mate. Uh, thank you very much, <laughs> mate. Morning, Nick. Much appreciated. Hello, much... Lauren Phillips. Yeah. How are you, beautiful? Um, now, Nick's my best mate from uni. We met at uni. I actually took him as a date to an event once. Uh, and oh, you were the he, handbag, Nick. He went home with another girl that was on our table and they're now happily married, so I'm oh, responsible for their marriage. I'm the god, godmother of their child. Hey, uh, Best yeah, friends. I'm, I'm still paying her back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Nick, I just wanted to ask, first off, like, the Lauren we know now and the girl I see in front of me, how different was she during that time when she would be coming over and sitting on your so-called crisis couch? Yeah, Chase, um, first of all, I just want to say a big thank you to you both for um, sharing your vulnerabilities, I guess, on radio and and how much it means to a lot of people. You guys will probably never realise what a segment like this does for people. So, first of all, thank you for that. Cheers, man. Um, Secondly, Lozzie, um, the Loz that you see every day and I have the privilege to listen to um, is exactly the Lauren I know um, day in, day out. So um, she's not putting an act in there and she is um, that bubbly. She's that annoying at times. She's that um, hilarious and all of the, the great things that Lauren is. And she was a shell of that person Dave, for um, a good 12 months there, I reckon, mate. And, and it was really difficult as a friend yeah, that's, that. that's not easy. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, coupled with that is the fact that Lauren lives a, a, a life that a lot of us don't understand where she is in the public eye and um, she has to put on a, a brave face at times and um, can, it's a really, really difficult thing to do when you're struggling. Can I ask, and tell me if I'm crossing the line, but, like, are we talking, you know, in tears, <laughs> not eating? Um, yeah. in, and as a friend, like you said, that's bloody hard to watch. Yeah, oh, it, mate, it's 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 devastating to watch, and um, you know the the crisis couch, as it's affectionately known at our house, um, certainly saw a lot of tears for a, a good period of time, and um, yeah, Lozzie probably lost some weight, and um, I think you know the Bell's palsy, which I know she's talked about before, was a as a real turning point for her, and um, and I guess a period of time which. Um, I look back at now as her friend and, and think how proud I am of how far um, she's come through that period. And, was, there, um, was, was there ever a time 
amongst all that where you looked at your partner and there was one specific time that you were really bloody worried about her? Yeah. Yeah. No, not just once, Chase. Um, multiple times, mate. We um, we had a lot of conversations at night. We'd been uh, laying in bed thinking about, um, you know, what the next day brought for Lauren and, um, you know, how she was going to get through a really tough period. And I guess... For us and, and for me, Jay, someone who's been through um, depression and anxiety in my yeah. life, I um, I spent some time in therapy, mate, um, working on some tips and tricks to try and um, work through those um, issues myself. And, and they probably brought me a lot of strength in helping out a mate in a situation like that. And That's good. Um, simple things like um, not always having to bring up the exact issue and, and just checking in via a joke or via a recommendation for a TV show, via a, um, you know, just something that you might want to talk to your mate about other than the problem Mm. is often um, a really, really handy way to engage in a conversation with someone who might be struggling. Hope you're not going to bill me for this advice, Nick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I was just going to ask, and I'm not trying to beat this up bigger than it is because I think we're talking about it in its raw form here. Do you think Nick and his partner saved your life? Oh, mate, they got me out of a hole. That's what I would say. Um, I I was never at complete breaking point in terms of um, my life being in danger, Um, but I was in a hole and I could not see a way out. And Nick and Anna, his wife, were there for me every single step of the way. And like I said earlier, my parents, my brother would sometimes text Nick to see how I was because they knew that I would just say that I was okay. Um, But what I will say is that, I mean, I wish, (laughs) I wish every person could have friends like Nick and Anna. We can Um, give their number. (laughs) (laughs) And the world would be a better place if they did. But what I also will say, if you can be the person like Nick and Anna to somebody else, this world will be a much better place to live in. Hey, uh, Nick, thanks so much for joining us this morning, mate. And um, kudos to you and your missus. You've had a huge impact on our little line. Yeah. Thanks, and, Nick. Uh, you know how much Jake, I love you. And um, No, I, of course, love you. And, and I just finally, I just want to say, um, Are You OK Day is such an important day because it gives you permission to be vulnerable today on both ends. So it gives you the permission to ask the question and it gives you the permission to not be OK. So take that permission today, guys. Ask your friends and, and check in with one another. Um, well yeah. said. Oh, love as Lauren said, the world will be a better place. So, love the show. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Stand away in the newsroom. Guys, keep doing great things. Oh, you had me till the end, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love you, Kari. Um, hey, uh, remember you can get all the details online, areyouokday.org.au, and of course, Lifeline's an amazing service, 13 11 14 as well. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.